Patriots back with another Patriots Prayer podcast for you. And I'm going to be beating this into the ground because there are so many details, so many things to be known about the Biden investigation, about the Biden crime family. Um, it's, it's just astounding the amount of evidence that they have um, and how the media is completely playing down the severity of the charges and the implications because if these things are true and it appears they really are true we might have one of the most evil maniacal presidents in office right now that we've ever had most corrupt just a complete criminal someone who's bought and paid for by our enemy countries by our adversaries it looks like he's receiving money from several adversaries overseas through wire transfers and through payments made to shell companies that end up in Biden accounts. Right now, they have traced at least nine family members of the Bidens. And they think it's going to be many more by the time it's over. And you remember, everybody remembers, when this all first started, when this all first started, you had Biden... Uh, you had him saying that constantly that he wasn't involved. Uh, he didn't know. He made several references to stories that later were easily proven to be false. The Russian disinformation was not Russian disinformation. It turns out that they created and concocted that whole story and had those CIA agents or intelligence agents, rather, let's be precise here, that, uh, you know, they, they, they unwittingly or were told, I wouldn't say unwittingly because they went along with it, uh, that, they, that this was going to get approved by the CIA later and all these types of things. It, it was, there's a whole twisted plot thing going on behind the scenes that it's just must be crazy to be someone on the inside watching this play out because... It appears we have groups inside of groups of people inside of law enforcement, inside of the federal government. And you can see it over and over and over again. The evidence for this is just absolutely amazing. Look, they're inventing charges on President Trump every two, three months. Um, they're, they're shutting us down on Twitter, shadow banning us everywhere else. The Google algorithm is screwed up to the point where you can't search for certain stories. You can't search... For certain data, it's buried. And, and this is, you know, this is an Orwellian nightmare. And we're in the middle of it. It's, and, and when you hear the, uh, these people that are doing some of these things and what they're doing and how they're doing them, you're just going to ask, why in the hell would the FBI cover these people? Comer asked, uh, said quite plain after his press conference the other day, 
he was going to uh, put in a submission for uh, a subpoena, rather, for documents that he was giving the FBI to the end of the day to turn over, uh, and they didn't. They didn't. Why in the hell would, just based on the information that we have, and I have all of it, um, that they released, uh, why would you want to not release these to Congress? It seems like there's some very partisan politics going on behind the scenes at the Bureau uh, with people from the Bureau, uh, ex-agents uh, ex and so forth, working at the Bureau, Jim Baker. Matter of fact, so many of them, they had set up their own back page. Um, it, 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 things look real crazy right now. We look like a third world communist style country right now. <laughs> It's almost to the point where we got to worry about telling the truth. It's it's not uh, it's not what it was supposed to be. It's not what we were told. It's not the thing that we celebrate when we celebrate Independence Day. It's not the thing that we're supposed to feel or be in when we we're under that flag when we said our Pledge of Allegiance, when we've heard our national anthem, this is not what the United States is supposed to be represented like. We don't raid the lawyers of our political opponents and then raid our political opponents' homes and, 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 and concoct stories and levy false charges all in a political uh, a hit job or agenda, all the way to the degree they, they took Trump to court for this uh, sexual assault abuse thing that he got found liable for and there was absolutely no evidence people zero evidence no eyewitnesses no physical evidence no nothing just this person who couldn't even remember what year it happened her word take her word for it no no I, I, I refuse to turn into one of these mindless, brainless people who cannot think for themselves and just believe everything that they're told. We don't convict people on hearsay. When we see someone is being funded by a person's political enemy, which she was, uh, you know, first that should raise an eyebrow. And then secondly, the fact that they even convicted him at all with no physical evidence and no eyewitness testimony outside of her own. She couldn't even tell you what year it happened and she didn't remember the details. There was a, I mean, come on, this is really, really reaching. How the hell did a jury go deliberate for three hours and come to the conclusion that they came to? How can you be found guilty of sexual assault but not rape? In the same civil trial. If you didn't do one, you shouldn't have did the other. <laughs> Come on, man. This it, it, is it's a political hit job. A political hit job. Now, before we get all the way into this thing with Biden, um, I want to take a second and talk for um, just a second here about uh, Penny over in uh, New York in this situation. Uh, with the homeless man that was threatening people and all this in uh, in, in, in uh, Subway. Now, I, I, I've heard people take sides uh, on this issue. 
I heard them uh, speak their piece and, and, and all that. But I really feel um, that there are no guilty part. I mean, excuse me, no innocent parties here. I understand that it was, uh, he was most likely acting out of valor uh, for the people on that train, and he most definitely was trying to protect them. But the law is the law. And so in doing what he did, um, there are certain charges that can be levied and to satisfy uh, the public. And and so it doesn't look like anyone's playing favoritism. You go through the trial. And if you're innocent, you will be found innocent. Plead your case. Tell them exactly what happened. Show the evidence and the chips will fall where the chips will fall. But there is a case to be made for uh, negligent homicide. Uh, for sure, for sure there's a case for that, because I don't believe that he, he meant to do what he meant to do, I don't believe that was intent, his intention, but he held the chokehold for quite some time, and, and so for that reason, that is the reason, uh, the length of time the chokehold was held, it would be a reason enough to say, yes, let's go have a, a, a court case, so, uh, you know, we're not going to play favoritism, but just, you know, even though I agree with the fact that the trial will happen, I, I, I don't necessarily agree that uh, Mr. Penny will be found uh, guilty, or I don't think he should be found guilty in that trial. But I do think that he should have to go through that process. and Because and, that process is very important. It, it, it basically, that process makes sure the the public opinion is put in it put in its place because then if people can pick and choose what they prosecute you get what we have in mr bragg in every other case that happens in new york like the one he levied against trump um there are so many uh, uh different examples of cases that alvin bragg should have prosecuted and he didn't and now he refuses to prosecute certain charges for certain people and he's allowed to keep his job. It's amazing to me. But so I just wanted to make clear exactly where I stand on this issue. I think that the, the process has to play out. And I think the process playing out is the, is the best thing uh, that could happen in this case. Absolutely. I really, really do. So with that, let's jump back into this Biden stuff. Now, everyone remembers in the beginning, uh, Biden repeatedly saying he didn't know and uh, what was going on. He was blaming everybody else for uh, basically uh, blaming everyone. When I say everyone, I mean everyone. Anyone who uh, tried to say anything bad about this, um, you know, he, he was he was quick, very, very quick to uh, dismiss and, 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 and be real, real convincing with the lie, too. So let's let's pull this up and, and listen Vice to this. President Biden, there have been questions about the work your son has done in China and for a Ukrainian energy company when you were vice president. In retrospect, was anything about those relationships inappropriate or unethical? Nothing was unethical. Here's what the deal. With regard to Ukraine, we had this whole question about whether or not, because he was on the board, I later learned of a Burisma, a company, that somehow I had done something wrong. Yet every single solitary person when he was going through his impeachment 
testifying under oath. You know, I, I can't. I, I, I got to stop it right there. And the reason why is going to be made clear. He said that he found out later after his son was on the board of Burisma. He found out later. He found out later, later from who? Igor Kolomowski, the guy that you did business with in the Pravat Bank, who owned Burisma Holdings, who was sending money from the Ukraine to Biden Inc. Is that the one who you found out later, really later, after you made the call to Poroshenko and threatened his life? Uh, if he didn't close the Pravat Bank or push the Pravat Bank to closure, as you're sitting there uh, uh, talking bad about Kolomowski in this sense on that phone call, man, this guy is so full of it. <laughs> and, it and it all came out later exactly what the truth was in this in this situation. So um, I'm so glad it has, and I hope he gets exposed, and it's not going fast enough to work for, for him. said, I did my job impeccably. I carried out U.S. policy. Not one single solitary thing was out of line. Not a single thing, number one. Number two, the guy who got in trouble in Ukraine was this guy trying to bribe the Ukrainian government to say something negative about me, which they would not do and did not do because it never, ever, ever happened. My son has not made money in terms of this thing about... Okay, so I'm going to stop right there, too. So the reason why that charge was levied against Trump was because Zelensky worked for Igor Kolomovsky, who owned the network um, that Zelensky was an actor on prior to entering politics. So they're very good friends. In fact, uh, Igor Kolomovsky was one of the ones who bankrolled, uh, bankrolled his, his campaign to become president and, and himself uh, being a former governor in Ukraine as well. So... Um, just so you know, when he was on that call and Trump basically asked him to look into the corruption, to what happened, Zelensky was put in a hard spot because he thought that Trump might withhold the security money like Biden actually did years before. So he was in a catch-22. Does he tell on his friend or does he not get the money he needs for his country? And what do you do? You become a, a, a whistleblower. That's what you do. So the, the whistleblower, the, the guy behind the scenes who said uh, that something happened or took place, some uh, quid pro quo and all that, the guy who said that was Zelensky. That's who said it. You'll never convince me otherwise. It, it, you have to know the story behind the story. And then when you look at it from, the, from that perspective, it becomes plain as day Zelensky was your whistleblower. So I'm, I'm going to let him finish here. Uh, you guys really do need to hear the rest what of what are you he's talking saying. About China. I have not had it. The only guy made money from China is this guy. He's the only one. <laughs> then he, then no he denied making money from China. China. President Trump, deal with let, China. Me, let me By ask way, my question to you. But could I just one, one thing? Very quickly. His son didn't have a job for a long time, was sadly no longer in the military service. I won't get into that. And he didn't have a job. As soon as he became vice president, Barisma, not the best look, not the best reputation in the world. I hear they paid him 183,000 a month. Listen to this, 183, and they gave him a three million dollar upfront payment. All right. And he had no I, energy. I'm going to let the vice president respond to that quickly, and then dishonest. I need to get to a question to you. Very. No quickly, basis for that. Everybody investigated that. No one said anything he did was wrong in Ukraine. <laughs> yeah, sure, absolutely. All of this later came right out in the wash, and uh, he, he, 
absolutely new emails 100% uh, knew about Hunter's business dealings. He was involved with Hunter's business dealings. He knew about Hunter getting hired at Burisma before he just tried to say he didn't know until later. He knew. Uh, his, not only did he make money from China, but his son, his daughter-in-laws, both uh, uh, the grandchildren, his brother, his brother's uh, 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 kids as well. I mean, oh, the Bidens got paid from Rob Walker LLC alone. They paid him $3 million. Rob Walker LLC dispersed a million of that. But then we know now that the payments are over $10 million, and they're not done yet. That's the thing. It's They're not even done yet. So uh, the CEFC. CEFC is an energy company out of China. Now, remember he just said that he didn't make any money from China. Not true at all. The CEFC had a guy that worked there called... Using me, and Biden got paid through shell companies and wire transfers from this company, who was a uh, very close ties to the state in China to the PRC. So, this is not something that uh, this this is not something that he didn't know. I mean, even in uh, in Hunter's own statements, he said he's doing business with the chief MFing spy of China. So. Um, they knew very well what they were doing and what they were getting into, and they don't have clean hands at all. None of them do. Not even one. I, I, wanna, I want you to hear uh, Hunter's uh, family it definitely uh, did not know that uh, what, was, what was really going on. So uh, Biden was going after people in Ukraine to make things happen through Kolomovsky uh, but he did it through Poroshenko. There was a phone call where he told Poroshenko to pr uh, press the uh, the Pravat Bank to closure. And when you pr uh, push the Pravat Bank to closure, then you'll get your IMF loan. And he said basically that if he didn't, that his physical as well as his financial security would be at risk. Now, when when Biden, Joe Biden, said that he didn't know anything about his, his son's business dealings um, and that he never received a penny... We know that's a lie now, too, because 16 of the 17 payments that he received from Romania, he received while he was still in office. And how many times did Hunter actually sit down and meet with Anthony Blinken when he was a Secretary of State under Obama? And remember, Hunter is a private citizen at this time. He's the son of the vice president. And listen to exactly what happened here. New emails revealing Hunter Biden kept his business partners in the know about two scheduled meetings with then-Deputy Secretary of State Anthony Blinken. In March of 2015, Hunter Biden emails Blinken requesting a meeting 13 months after joining the board of Burisma in Ukraine. Once Blinken confirmed, Hunter forwards the email to his business partner, Devin Archer. Then there was another partner, Eric Schwerin was cc'd on the email, reminding Hunter of a July 2015 lunch meeting with Blinken. Hunter was frequently emailing with uh, Anthony Blinken and his wife. Blinken uh, also allegedly helped organize a statement from 51 former intelligence officials calling the Hunter Biden laptop Russian disinformation. So, yeah. This, these are the stories that CNN and MSDNC and, and those types, these are the ones they don't want you to hear. 
This is the truth. This is the truth. And the truth should not be partisan. The truth should not be right. And the truth should not be left. But the truth, whoever it seeks out for doing whatever it is they did, that's exactly what should happen. If you broke the law, I don't care if you're Democrat or Republican, the law should apply and you should be prosecuted for whatever you, you actually did. But I am tired of them doing things to Trump for things that he did not actually do in a partisan effort to uh, uh, force, enforce a political hit job on an innocent man just because he actually was doing the job as president and fixing the country. So I can see the types of things that Joe Biden is doing, and when you back up and you, and you look at the forest and get out of the trees and you can actually see what's happening, you'll see every decision that he makes is constantly a bad one. Bad for other people, good for the people that continually pay him. Good for China, good for Ukraine, good for these countries that are, uh, 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 you know, that are not the United States. And uh, it, it, and it gets deeper. It continually gets deeper the more information that they actually release to the public. There's another one here, and it talks about the uh, the payment uh, to the Biden family members. It is Listen. a dirty trick. I mean, if you look at the evidence of what all the Biden family has gotten away with thus far, uh, there are very few third world countries that would allow their leaders to get away with the things that the Biden family has gotten away He's with. not kidding. I don't think that... Uh, Attorney General Garland ever dreamed that Republicans on the House Oversight Committee would have access to those bank violations at the Treasury Cabinet, much less bank records that show uh, all the different schemes that the Biden family had with respect to countless LLCs transferring money from one account to the other to try, in my opinion, to hide the source of where the foreign wires were coming from and then to deceive the IRS about the taxability of those uh, direct deposits from our adversaries around the world. Uh, one thing that I think Merrick Garland is going to have to deal with with all this is it's not just the president's son. It's not just the president's son and the president's brother. It's the entire family. Uh, we've been very transparent about the fact that we've now determined nine Biden family members got suspicious wires from our adversaries around the world. Uh, we, we went in thinking there were around a dozen LLCs. Now we see that there are you know, you know, many, many more LLCs. So this is a very complicated case. And I think that Merrick Garland was just hoping it would go away. The media would continue to turn a blind eye and Republican investigators would never find anything out about it. So you get the point. And, and, and from a, a 10,000 foot view, and you can see that these things that Biden is doing uh, seem to be completely intentional. And then when you couple them with all of the other things that we now know, um, it, it even looks more dangerous. So now uh, my fear is that now that he's uh, gotten caught with his hand in the cookie jar and he's exposed, at some point he's going to have to recognize we know what we know. And then what does this man do? They're investigating him and his entire family, and they're going after him, and he's got access to top secret everything, and, and I mean, I don't, I don't trust him. I do not trust him as far as I could throw him. I don't trust him. Um, in, in these, these allegations, in this evidence, uh, nobody should trust him. Nobody should trust him. Um, it, it's constantly one bad thing after the other, one lie after another. Uh, plagiarizing someone's entire life as his own, stating that he's been 
uh, riding the train a million hours and corn pop and smelling people's hairs and man they do trying to shake hands with someone who's not there not knowing where you're walking on the White House lawn stumbling over yourself every time you talk going into a, a summit and falling asleep on live TV this guy sucks there's absolutely no other way to put it he is bar none the worst president in US history and his ratings although the lowest in US history should be lower that's that's the astonishing part is that they're as high as they are they should be much much lower alright so with that effect we're gonna get into some of what Merrick Garland's role in this whole thing is um, and I want you to watch a video here and see what they say about Merrick Garland and what his role is and what he's covered up and what he's obstructed I, I you gotta hear this for yourself I think that you'll get the gist of what so I'm trying to tell the you. House Oversight Committee. This involves many Biden family members. And for the IRS to just come in or the Department of Justice to just come in and cherry pick the president's son, that's not going to cut it. And to just cherry pick the president's son and say, we're going to get you on tax evasion or some misdemeanor gun charge, that, that doesn't even scrape the surface of the potential wrongdoing that this family has done. So I think that uh, they've got a lot more complicated case then they understand what to fully uh, do with. And they also never dreamed that Republican investigators would be able to pinpoint this much evidence of this much wrongdoing with this many members of the Biden family. Okay, so sorry about that. Um, I'm just kind of trying to cue up the next video because you'll see here that Merrick Garland intentionally lied for the Biden family um, at least that's the allegation. But hear it for yourself. It looks like there is a breakthrough in the Hunter Biden case. The question is, did Attorney General Merrick Garland interfere in this case and obstruct justice? Mm -hmm. Looks like it. Well, the only way, because they all protect themselves, that we would find out about this is from a whistleblower. That's always been the case. The calling for people inside to show us what you have, because otherwise uh, it's so protected, you just wouldn't know. And they have gotten away with so much. Look at everything that the DOJ in particular has happened, starting with the Tea Party and Lois Lerner and the revealing with the IRS, by the IRS, of, of, of tax filings to the, the enemies of the, the pro-life groups, as an example. The spying on Americans, and nothing has happened to anyone. No wonder they think they can get away with it. A whistleblower with receipts, which this particular one claims he has it's not like he, he said he said that he says he has receipts his lawyer says this which which could be valuable and important uh, and the American I don't know if what they expect is that just nothing will ever happen to any of them but this also goes beyond Hunter Biden this once again reveals how we at now have a system that is operating like a cartel and that we have to stop it we've got to interfere with this this rollout that they have that has emboldened them to do this. So you see, he's willing to go so far as to lie, as to perjure himself. Why would he do that if the system would later find him out? That wouldn't you think someone at that level of government who that you know, you would be afraid of breaking a law that someone might find out and that you might be pursued or charges might be placed on you. 
These people are doing what they're doing with absolute impunity because they do not think that the law applies to them. And if you look at how much that they have um, bastardized law enforcement agencies into these groups of people uh, that are willing to do their bidding, that are completely uh, agenda-driven, um, it, it's really sick. It's sick to see that the, the country is supposed to be the land of the free, the home of the brave, give me liberty or give me death. All these things that I've watched, strong male figures in my life as I grew up, a spouse, and, and, and I believed and I took those things to heart, and many Americans do, to see these things happening in that country, the one that our family members fought and died for. Um, it's sad. It's sad because it, you just don't, some people don't get it because they, they think that it is okay that this is happening they feel as though there are people out there that really feel as though the United States deserves this and they're willing to kick it when it's down. And I don't think those people should matter. I don't think they should be taken seriously and I don't think they should be given a platform. I do not. And I don't think people should be given a platform who push uh, uh, for basically gutting the U.S. Constitution and, and getting rid of our free press and getting rid of our free market system uh, I don't think those people that are Marxist and socialists should be given a platform to espouse anti-American sentiment because it is sedition. So I, I don't believe that should happen either. Now, on to other things. This, this, the Biden is, and it just I'll go into this a little further, but it, he's unwilling to negotiate on the debt ceiling. He's, he knows all he has to do is cut spending, and yet he continues to want to spend more money and more money and more money. Now they want to raise the debt ceiling. But he won't even agree to a few concessions, common sense concessions. So what he's saying is not only we're going to raise the debt ceiling, but we're going to spend more. Come on, people, this is to stop. These people's got to have their credit cards cut up. He looks like he's intentionally trying to break the United States. Keep in mind, if the United States defaults on the loans uh, uh, that, it, that it's taken out, if the United States economy goes bust, who owns us at that point? Because we owe a lot of money to somebody. This is a trick, and this is the biggest threat to our national sovereignty and the security of the United States, is his spending. His spending is, is worse than an all-out war would be in this country. If the, 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 in two years, the interest on the payments that we pay for uh, uh, our national debt will exceed the amount of money we pay on defense on our defense budget in one year the annual budget it, the the interest payments will be higher than the annual budget will it's something needs to be done and quick and, and it, this shouldn't be a partisan effort I mean if people were really that if they really cared about the United States and not just the Democrats and not just the Republicans we would have people that are responsible, that are elected, that wouldn't let these things happen no matter what party they were in. And it seems to me every time somebody gets common sense on the left, they leave the party. Tulsi Gabbard, there's a lot of people who, who walked away from the party in the last year or two. Not just elected officials, but card-carrying members. They, they can't get behind the things that they're doing on the left, and I, and I don't blame them. Listen to this clip here. 
You know, it looks like President Biden doesn't want to give an inch on a budget that has grown by like $5 trillion since he's been president. He needs to show leadership and come to the negotiating table instead of put us in default. This is risky what he's doing. He's threatening the markets. Think of his ideas. In the next month, if you actually have good credit, you pay more. If you have bad credit, you get a discount. Who believes in these type of ideas? Come to the table, negotiate, and do what is right. That simple. That simple. Come to the table and negotiate and do what is right and stop rewarding people who did not earn that reward, who did not sweat for that, who did not work for that. They were not responsible enough to obtain that. And you're handing it to them, but you're not just giving it to them. What you're doing is you're doing it at the cost of other people who did do what was right, who have been responsible, who paid their bills, who didn't incur a mountain of debt. So they have better credit. As a result, now you want to make them people pay more for the people who are irresponsible? Do you think that that's going to teach them to be responsible? Or does that teach the people that this is a wealth transfer? Because that's what it is. It's a wealth transfer, and it's stealing. It's 100% theft. I don't care how you look at it. We are a free capitalist country with liberty and justice for all. Liberty not uh, uh, being robbed at the, at the end of a gun by your own government to pay for your neighbor's bad habits. This is absolutely atrocious. And it needs to stop. It needs to stop. <laughs> I, I, I don't understand why this is, like I said, I don't understand why it's a partisan issue. But they need to wake up on the left, and they need to wake up soon, because this man is going to destroy the country. I'm worried that we won't have enough time with him in office and the things happening that are happening to get another president in before something absolutely atrocious uh, uh, takes place. You know, who knows, a person with that kind of moral aptitude to do the things that he's done, what, what is he doing now that he has obtained this level of power? The, the <laughs> oh my goodness, I mean, it, the, the, the possibilities are endless. The possibilities are absolutely endless. Well, guys, that's all we have for today for the Patriots Prayer Podcast, and thank you for spending this time with me. And as usual, silent majority, you need to stop being silent and stand your ground. We'll see you next time on the Patriots Prayer.